Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. My guest today is uh, another young new real estate agent that is, is making moves in the industry. Go check him out on YouTube, Instagram. He's got a lot of good content. Uh, with me today, I've got Joshua Rebu. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's, a, it's, you know, it's really like a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. So it's funny how our paths kind of crossed. Um, and I want to kind of tell your story of how you got into the business as a new agent, some of the struggles, and, and then how we ended up finding each other and the work you're doing now. But uh, what happened was someone on my team shot me one of your YouTube videos and was like, hey, awesome. dude, this guy's running our play. He's doing really good things. And I checked out that video. I'm like, wow, he's doing great. And and, and then come to find out you were in our course. Um, so walk us through how long you've been selling real estate and what market are you in? Uh, so I'm here in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, you know, and, the, and then also like the surrounding areas. Um, I got licensed November 10th, 2020, I think. So, you know, coming up in about four months or so. Um, yeah, like I was in your course, I think. I think I started your course in sometime like in October. Yeah. Okay. So you started my course before you even licensed. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I love it. I love it. Thanks. So right from the get-go... You started learning this strategy, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, in your mouth, but potentially um, got you down this path, which seems to be working in your business of like the whole reverse selling, not pressuring people, going out there and building relationships instead of trying to uh, uh, pressure them into listing their home. Is that is that yeah. true and accurate? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, like from day one, I was using your scripts and I was cold calling, you know, going on preview appointments, uh, you know. Yeah, like I've definitely improved and, and now like I've learned, you know, how to like actually connect with people and I value relationships over transactions more. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Uh, that's a little Ricky Caruth line. I love it. I love it. So, so when you were getting into the business, you, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges and I want to hear it from you, but in my experience are all these voices, right? Joshua, do this, do that, do this social media prospect, buy leads, do open houses, door knock. How was that getting into the business? You're in your first full year into the business. Is it overwhelming? And how are you able to like stay focused? Um, it is overwhelming. You know, so it's like when I joined my brokerage and I like, understand like they were trying to help, but you know, they're like, you should try open houses. Uh, you should try door knocking, but you should also do cold calling. And then on top of that, you should do these other things. Um, I even had somebody tell me prospecting Fizbo's is a waste of your time. You should stop it. The next day I go out to a preview and I signed him at the preview. Um, so I think, I think learning to focus on one thing uh, is definitely something that has helped before I even got licensed. I knew um, I want to do cold calling. Um, I didn't exactly know how to go about it, but um, I just knew that I was going to stick to cold calling and, and, I, and like I was going to make it work. I love it. I love it. And the thing is if, if newer, a bunch of new agents are going to watch this and, and experienced agents, the thing is, you know, the word cold calling has like this negative uh, connotation towards it. Yeah. I, I, I believe that prospecting, making an outbound prospecting 
uh, phone call to a to an expired or for sale by owner or an absentee owner or or a probate or, or I don't know that I would classify that as as cold calling as I would like literally calling random people through random neighborhoods like circle prospecting. I think right. that's straight cold calling. But when you call a prospect who has their hand in the sky and says, I am selling my house, well, yeah. you're in the business of selling real estate. So so I'm I have the the stance, Joshua, that 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 calling a for sale by owner or prospecting is not the same as cold calling. But I do want to have a conversation because because how old are you? I'm 19. You're 19 and the power of social media is real. However, I want to have this discussion around you you've decided to focus on prospecting versus maybe going the paid traffic or the social media route. Let's walk through why, because I think this will be a powerful conversation for people because you're able to pick up the phone and control how many people you talk to versus waiting. So let's have the conversation around prospecting versus marketing and kind of just your, 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 uh, your philosophy on those. Sure. So, you know, once I got licensed, I knew I need, you know, I need like some now business for sure. I think social media, I think all that marketing stuff, I think it definitely works. And it's definitely something that I want to implement in my business, you know, maybe like a few years down the road, but I knew that going into it, I need something that is proven to work that I can see results, you know, fairly quickly. Um, so calling was, you know, know, that was kind of like the obvious choice, you know? Yeah. Um, as far as like social media goes, I haven't been very active on there besides YouTube. Um, but, but like that's almost like it's whole. Yeah. yeah like it's well, whole. yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I, I, do you believe, so here's my position on it is all the, all the marketers, right. That are screaming from the mountaintops, like, Oh, cold calling prospecting. That's old school. Doesn't work. Do this thing that most of them don't sell real estate. Like all the people that run ads on my YouTube channel talking crap about, you know, my strategies, they don't even sell real estate. They're selling a thing, right? That's the funny thing because here's the reality. If you and I started cold calling right now on this interview, and maybe you and I will do that on another another time, have some fun with that. What the audience would see, Joshua, is you and I in the next 30 to 60 minutes probably having eight to 10 conversations with real prospects that are actually selling their home. And we probably set one, two, maybe three appointments in 60 minutes. And oh, by the way, all for free. And so there's no marketing thing that in 60 minutes from now, we could get those same results that I know of. Would you agree with that conceptually? I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. And so why is it that you think so many people still take the stance of like, oh, that type of work is is old school and it doesn't work when it is the most effective. I think they just don't want to put in the work, you know, to like actually improve at it. Social media, you know, comes off as this easy thing. You know, you put up a Facebook ad and you're going to get tons of leads coming in. Um, you know, if you spend $600 a month on Yonkanzillo, so what? You know, you just close one deal and it works out. Uh, but it, like, it's never that easy. You know, cold calling is proven to work. Uh, people, I think, I think people are just scared of it, you know? 
Totally agree. I mean, I couldn't, I mean, well said, you're so well-spoken and articulated and, and uh, you, you have such a great future ahead of you. And I really, really mean that by the way, I think that uh, you and I are going to do some stuff here in the future that, that will really, really be cool. But uh, I would agree with you a hundred percent. I think people naturally as humans are looking for the path of least resistance there's no doubt that picking up the phone and calling strangers is the most difficult thing we can do in sales. It is the most effective. It's the most effective and the most difficult. So naturally, people are going to go a different direction. So let's talk about what were some of the things that when you thought about getting into real estate, what attracted you as a young, uh, uh, hungry entrepreneur? What attracted you to get into real estate in the first place? Um, so. So it's like, I always wanted to start my own business and, uh, and like I had tried college out, you know, for like a semester, I already knew that it wasn't for me. So while I was there, you know, I started reading up on real estate a little bit and it seemed like this perfect in between. It doesn't take a whole lot of money to get started. It doesn't take a whole lot of time to get started. Your income is unlimited and you've got all of this support, you know, from your brokers, you don't have to pay for, you know, uh, you know, kind of like your own office, you know, if you don't want to, um, I just knew that it would take like a lot of work going into it. Um, so getting into real estate just seemed very attractive because of the unlimited potential that it has. And, and then also I could get to help people and, and you can do it all, you know, relatively quickly, uh, you know, you know, compared to like starting pretty much any other business. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, if you were going to go out there and start a Jimmy John's franchise, you'd have to have a couple hundred grand and you'd have to have a brick and mortar and employees. And so, so that makes sense. The thing I want to talk about is our business does seem very sexy, very appealing to a lot of people um, because of what they think it is. And then when they get into it, they find out quickly it wasn't what they thought it was. Can we talk about that a little bit? Like what you thought before you were licensed and what it actually is today and some of the key ahas or, or things that you wish you maybe knew before you got into this. Um. I knew that it wasn't as easy as it was on TV, but you know, that being said, I've, I've learned, I definitely should have saved up more money. Um, people are not trustworthy. You know, you can't really rely on what somebody says, especially a prospect. They'll say, Oh yeah, like I'll list with you, you know, like in two weeks, yeah. two weeks comes, uh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sell my home anymore. Um, I think, I think before I even got licensed, I already kind of had like my expectations in check. Like I know that I needed to be lead generating every single day. Um, maybe, maybe if I hadn't done all that kind of research beforehand, um, I think, you know, getting licensed and then figuring out, oh, now I actually have to go out there and get business. I think that really shocks a whole lot of people. Um, yeah. Because, because they, I agree. Again, I mean, it's amazing uh, your mindset because what you're saying is uh, most people get into business without doing the research that you've done and they find out later, wait a minute, I, I don't just, people just don't call you like, right. Is that, that's kind of what you're talking about. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm like, I've talked to a lot of people, you know, uh, they like message me, like, I'm interested in getting into real estate. What's it like? Then I tell them, you got to prospect every single day and you got to, you know, you have to find a way that you like to generate business. And you got to stick to it. And they're like, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So why, um, you know, I, I've got so many questions for you because, you know, it's intriguing, like your mindset on this, like what, how, how, where did that come from? How, how did you know, like, I'm, I'm curious, like, 
you do what most agents don't do. Like you research, you got in the business, you had a coach, you were in relationship with me through my online training course before yeah. you were licensed. How did you come to this, these decisions um, to, to take those actions before getting in the business where 99% of the people getting in this industry do the exact opposite? Uh, it was, I mean, I won't lie, like it was a whole lot of YouTube videos. Uh, so, yeah. you know, so like after high school, um, I mean, like I was working construction, you know, and, and at the same time, like I was getting my real estate license. So I would always have like a YouTube video playing. It was always talking about prospecting or some kind of lead generation. Um, and then, and then I figured out, you know, if I'm really going to succeed at this, uh, why waste time trying to figure out every little thing myself when I can literally just learn from someone who's already done it, you know? So I think, I think I found your videos from another YouTuber who had mentioned you. And then I started watching your videos. I'm like, this guy seems like the perfect coach. I'm naturally not, you know, uh, I mean, like, I'm not naturally like a salesy person. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not really pushy, you know? So it's like your program really seemed like the perfect fit. Cool. And, and thank you for that. I mean, yeah. what, and I'm assuming, well, what was, what attracted you to what it is that I teach? Because there's a lot of voices out there on YouTube in our space, right? And a lot of people are telling you to do all these different things. What was it specifically about what I was saying that attracted you to this model? So I think, I think it was mainly how, how you come off as no pressure, you know, and like, even if like you don't get the deal, uh, I mean, like at least like you met with that seller and, and like you built like a relationship with them. I really liked that. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to be this pushy, annoying, you know, car salesman type kind of person. Um, and, and like in your videos, you know, you just seemed like you were generally there to help people. Um, and, and I feel like that really stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a ton of sense. I mean, and are you finding that, so let's, let's kind of, uh, go behind the curtain a little bit and talk about your business now. So, <laughs> so you're putting this into action, you're a brand new agent. Um, how, you know, what are the biggest challenges that you're facing right now? And then I want to talk about how you're using this approach that we're talking about in action, but what are you finding the biggest struggles are right now as a new agent? Um, the biggest struggle is, is really not having like enough people to call. I mean, yeah. because, because I mainly just call for sale by owners, they're all selling on their own. Um, and there's maybe, you know, two or three every single day. Um, you know, also, uh, you know, you know, paying like for lead generation. Um, if I was able to do that, I feel like I'd be like a little bit, you know, further down the road for sure. Me meaning what? Like when you pay for lead generation from like, what leads would you buy to give me an example? You know, uh, expireds, maybe a tricircle prospecting. Oh, um, got it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so you're not meaning like by Zillow and buyer leads, you're talking about investing into a prospecting platform, like a Vulcan seven or, or like a red X. Yeah. Is that what you meant? Yeah. So, um, so like when I first got licensed, like I had tried Red X out, but you know, I was just calling for sale by owners, which yeah. now I can just do for free off of Zillow. Got um, it. Yeah. So, so, so are you, um, is that what you do? You just get all your FISBO leads from Zillow. You're not on a prospecting platform right now. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so I have like this 14 by 11 sheet every morning. It's got their name, address, phone number, email, if I get it and, and like the price of their home and then some notes. Um, yeah. So so like I go there, I go on Zillow, find all the new for sale by owners, put them down, and then I give them a call. And then, and then I just put them into my CRM. 
And that's from like budget restraints is just being a new agent, like from an affordability standpoint. Is that right? Um, I think so. But it's also because I don't see myself paying for any kind of uh, for sale by owner data uh, when I can get it for free off Zillow. Uh, yeah. I'm actually like a, you know, I'm like, I'm actually like a budget friendly kind of person. So um, yeah. Yeah. It makes a ton of sense. Well, I just, I, I'm going to throw this out there to you because I think this will be a good first step. I would be happy to pay for your Vulcan 7 platform because of the targeted leads on there and their their dialer and their lead follow-up system and all that stuff. If you used it, I would buy I you and pay for your Vulcan 7 subscription uh, because that's how much I believe in you. I appreciate that a lot. Thanks. Would, would you use it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dude, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Uh, all right. Know, for sale by owners, expires for rent by owners. Yeah. All that, all that absentee owners, they, they're, they're new geo lead, uh, their, their new geo lead, uh, system inside there is incredible. They just up their, their lead game again. And so mm-hmm. all the cell phones, emails, their, 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 the lead quality is amazing. So we'll talk about that off air. So, okay. so let's talk about your strategy. So you're calling for sale by owners off Zillow. Um, talk to us about the approach in that first conversation that allows you to get face to face. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I on that first conversation on the phone with them. My, my goal is just to set a preview appointment. Uh, you know, so I'll, so I'll introduce myself, tell them why I'm calling. Um, I'll ask like a few qualifying questions and then I'll just get to the meat of it. You know, uh, I mean, I'll ask them, you know, 30 to 60 days go by. And at that time, you're not able to sell at that point, would you consider working with an agent, you know, sort of as a backup option? If they say yes, then I'm like, okay, great. I'll be, y'all, I'll be in your area. When would be a good time to stop by? You know, um, I feel I feel like that's been really effective. But you know, the way that the market is, all these, uh, I mean, pretty much like everybody's uh, selling on their own. So, yeah, yeah, and that's not always going to be that way. Like that's what's so cool is this new strategy that you're learning. Once the market shifts a little bit, like you're going to find that like you are becoming a listing agent machine because they don't all, that's right. They don't all sell on their own forever. And so Mm -hmm. this, this same strategy works with absentee owners for rent by owners, expireds, probates, the whole kit and caboodle. So, um, a lot of people are teaching Joshua new agents to call a for sale by owner and start trying to convince them to list their home with them on the first call, have you tried that methodology and how effective is it? I have tried it. Um, you know, there are times when I won't, you know, be setting like enough preview appointments. I'm like, you know what, let me just try and like just list them over the phone. It never works ever. Um, because you get into conflict, right? And so they start pushing back and then you start trying to overcome the objection. And now you're getting right into that old school sales philosophy of like this push and pull relationship between the prospect. And right. so that's probably what you've experienced. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, like when I use your script versus somebody else's, um, I get I get like a lot less, you know, uh, you know, pushback like with your kind of scripts. Yeah, so yeah. you're using Fizbo script 2.0, correct? Yep. yep. And that script, like that little role play you just did, uh, Joshua nailed it. And this is, you guys should go watch him on YouTube. It's phenomenal. Uh, when you make your live calls, the question's very simple. It's Joshua, listen, with the market being the way that it is, chances are you're going to sell on your own. I'm curious if in 30 days you don't sell. At that point, would you consider potentially working with a realtor? 
In your experience, do most FISBOs, are most of them open to that idea? Yeah. Um, it's actually like a surprising amount. Um, yeah. I think when I first started calling, I was surprised at how many people would be like, yeah, you know, I would be open to that. Um, and if they don't say that, then it's like, well, you know, I really don't think that I'll get to that point. I'm like, yeah, you know, just like hypothetically, just That's as a right. option. Then they're like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's right. And so, all right, cool. So then when you go to the house, what's your strategy when you go meet them at that first preview appointment? Are you trying to like bait and switch them and then go hard sell them? Or what does that appointment look like? Um, I'm like, I only bring up, you know, listing, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, towards the end, like after I've already provided them value and, and like, it's never, you know, pushy. Right. So I'll get there. Um, you know, I'll ask him, Hey, do you, you know, uh, do you need me, do you, do you need me to like, take off my shoes? You know, and then, then we go tour the home, you know, and then after that, I'm like, you've got a great home. Would you mind if I just shared some notes with you? Um, and then I give them like some feedback, you know, and there's a little ad, uh, and then I teach them like a little bit, you know, you know, like, um, you know, here's like what the market looks like right now. Um, do you know this? And then, uh, you know, do you have like a seller's property condition disclosure? I always ask that, um, a surprising amount of for sale by owners don't even know. And then after that, you know, I say, I'm sure you have no problem selling this on your own. You know, if there ever comes a time like you're thinking about listing, here's what I can do for you. And then I pull out my for sale by owner backup plan and they're usually, you know, uh, pretty welcoming about it. Like I've never had like any negative feedback there. That's great. So, so that's, I mean, how you just positioned that was perfect. It's ideal how we teach it. And so you're finding that through that strategy, people are open to having the conversation because to your point earlier, you're talking about a hypothetical situation. We're not putting them on the spot. And then the magic happens. I'm curious if this has happened to you yet. And if not, maybe this is a coaching opportunity. When they are engaged with your FISBO backup plan presentation, when they say things like, wow, you do that? Have that has that ever happened to you? And how do you respond to that uh, if it does? Um, I think that is a coaching opportunity. I've only had that happen one time. And that was at the preview. Like actually, you know, um, I mean, I mean, I'm like, I listed him like at the preview. I'm not exactly sure what I did different there, but yeah. he's really intrigued with it. He's like, wow, you know, tell me more. And then, and then and like I was able to, you know, you know, to like actually push like the listing. All right. So let me give you one thing to add into your appointments moving forward. So that happens more often. So at the end of that value proposition presentation, so we'll, we'll role play it. And so at the end of that, I'll, you know, let's just say we got done talking with the flexible co- compensation structure. You're going to add this to the end of that presentation You say, Joshua, listen, I mean, again, I think you're on the right track here, but you know, everything we talked about, this is not something that you would consider doing right now, is it? Oh, okay. Right. Because if you're engaging with me and I'm talking about the savvy seller program and I'm saying, Joshua, listen, I mean, um, you don't care where the buyer comes from, only that the buyer pays you a premium, whether you find them, I find them or another agent finds them. You don't care. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it might make sense based on my savvy seller program. If you decided that we should work together that's exactly what would happen. I try to find the buyer at the same time as you are. And if you do, you're incentivized for that. And yeah. so if they're engaging with that, then we're going to ask that that last question before we leave the preview. And we're going to say, well, let me just ask you, you know, based on everything we talked about, I mean, this is not something you'd consider doing now, is it? With an upswing at the end of there. And okay. if they're like, well, I mean, I, I like that a lot. Then, you, then you've got an opportunity, but that's how you identify them at the preview. 
Uh, okay. Yeah. I feel, I feel like maybe if I'd been doing that, I would have, I'd definitely have more listings by now. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. So, so then you leave and as you're learning or as you've probably experienced the vast majority of your listing opportunities is going to come through follow-up. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. So walk us through how you're staying in touch with your seller lead pipeline and maybe some of the tactics and strategies you're using. So, um, you know, so like I've talked to like a few agents, you know, you know, you know, uh, kind of like in your program, pretty much all that I do is, is like I go on the MLS and then, and then like I set them up, you know, like on MLS, you know, you know, like auto email for their area. Yep. And then every Monday, like I give them you know, like a follow-up call and then I say, Hey, did you receive my last email? Uh, check up on them. You know, have you gotten the offers? What's like the interest looking like on your property? Um, if like I noticed like they had like an open house, you know, you know, like over the weekend, I'll ask them, how was that open house? How'd that go? Did you have, did, did you have like a lot of families come through or, or like if they have like an open house scheduled, I'll say, you know, do you need any flyers made? Um, do you need like any copies made? And then, then yeah. I love it. I love it. And, and so from that point, obviously you're turning those into listings. What, you know, now that you're kind of learning this new system, what is your goal? What's your goal for 2021? What do you think is possible for yourself? Um, between, you know, real estate and then, and then also like the YouTube channel, uh, I'd like to make $100,000 like before tax. Yeah. Love it, man. And are you on pace? Are you tracking towards that? Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you right now. I'm not, uh, sure. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure if that's me. I'm not sure. I'm like, I'm not sure like if it's because, you know, you know, like all these like, you know, for sale by owners are selling on their own. Um, yeah, yeah. maybe like that's something like we can talk about. Yeah. That's sweet. And that's what, that's why I'm excited to work with you more, uh, hands-on and, and get deeper into your business. Cause I would love to do this again in early 2022. Yeah. And we report to the world that you've exceeded that goal of making hundred K your first year in the business. Um, and so I would assume that if you hit hundred K, that'd be the most you've ever earned in your life in one year. Is oh, that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I love it. I love it. So, so what advice would you give to a new real estate agent who maybe is, is working towards passing their exam or is, is a brand new licensed real estate agent? Like what advice would you give them? What would be the one thing that you would tell them that they have to know? You have to figure out a way that, that like you want to prospect, um, set up a daily schedule and then, um, you know, I'm like, you just want to have like a set time every morning that you're going to be prospecting and, and like, you don't ever, and, and like, you never like actually miss a day, you know, um, you know, starting like, even like before you get licensed, read up on prospecting lead, you know, uh, learn like all you can about, you know, lead generation, uh, because, because that's like the biggest part in this business really. That's right. Uh, it's great, great advice. I mean, it, Gary Keller said it. I mean, we are in the lead generation business. We just happen to have a license to sell homes. That's period. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I love that that piece of advice, Joshua, because I would agree with you 100%. I mean, what I tell people, and just like you, people reach out, they want to get in the business. And I say, understand this, you are getting into the lead business. You know that, right? And then to your point, like you were saying off air, they're like, I don't understand. What, what, do, what does that mean? And so that opens up the conversation because do you believe that the industry is doing a good job setting good expectations with new licensees or not? I don't think so. Um, no. I mean, uh, yeah, no, no. 
No, there's no way. I mean, because here's the, because of all, there's a lot of different, you know, driving factors that, that brokerages have and NAR has and all these people that, that collect fees off realtors, whether or not they succeed in the business. But I, my goal is to really help people understand what this business is, what it is not, and help them win. And it comes down to your ability to play offense and go out there and generate business. So, uh, dude, I love this. This is just the start. I want to thank you for jumping on with me. I'm going to link to all Joshua's social media beneath this video, you guys. Go check him out on YouTube. Make sure you go subscribe to his channel. It's great content. Thanks for all the work that you're doing, man. Any last words of inspiration to leave to the audience? Um, I mean, just prospect and you'll be fine. <laughs> That's right. Real simple. I love it. I love it. So, dude, thank you so much, man. And uh, looking forward to doing some more work with you in the future for sure. Yeah, absolutely. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.